listen to me. I, I want to make a public service announcement. If you have any leftovers from Thanksgiving, please, for the love of God, for the love of your intestines, throw that shit the fuck out. <laughs> the ball is back. Your what's good? It's your boy, Hemi Hardaway, Hemi Hendrix, Hemi Neutron, Hem Duncan, DJ Porkchop, Howie Snickers, back at it. And this is the Dirty Mouth Podcast. Now, I cannot believe I have not recorded anything since my week one predictions, and it has been a wild ride. But I want to get into it in this segment, this podcast, and catch up with y'all, see how y'all been doing. I mean, shit, we've been chilling fuck y'all been up to because i ain't seen no heat drop i don't got no competition out here i guess so i i must be rocking with y'all if y'all rocking with me you know what i mean all right so boom started off for thursday night football we got seattle seahawks visiting the dallas cowboys now i've been told i don't know if there's any truth to this or not that the cowboys is more of a tourist spot whenever they go and the fans aren't really there you know what i mean and it's crazy because Dallas Cowboys have one of the biggest, loudest, arrogant, <laughs> passionate fan bases in the world. But they say that they don't go to the games and it's more of just a location for everyone to come visit. And I'm not going to lie. Before I would die, I would like to go to the Cowboys stadium just to say I've been there if they played my team. Now, Seattle is a good team. I would not count Seattle out in the playoffs. They're going to knock somebody out that's a higher seed than them. However... I don't know if they can beat Dallas in Dallas. Now, Dak doesn't have what it takes to be that fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> he's not, he's not, you're not that guy. You're not that guy. But they have a decent team. And that's what I think with an offensive line, a quarterback that can get the ball out of his hands quick, roll out, run. You know what I mean? He doesn't make dumb plays. He doesn't turn the ball over unless it matters the most. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, they have a decent run game. CeeDee Lamb has been playing lights out. I think Pollard is probably on this last year of his contract, so he's trying to gain some eyes and attentions from some other teams around the league. So they're going to show out whenever they can, which is weird because Dallas played last Thursday for Thanksgiving. So why are they playing this Thursday, I guess, a week apart? I don't know. Seattle also played on Thursday night. Uh, I truly enjoy Seattle. I think that new defense that they have cooking over there is amazing. I really like Geno Smith, and I appreciate the comeback story for him. However, I do not think that that's their quarterback. I think you draft a quarterback. I think you find your new guy to replace him because this league is a what have you done for me lately? And he's playing through an injury and Drew Locke. Come on, dog. Just because you wrapped along to the lyrics to Jeezy's put on, don't make you that guy. All right, let's get into this AFC South battle. The Indianapolis Colts versus the Tennessee Titans. Two teams. Let's see. Anthony Richardson out for the season taking care of himself, as you should. The rookie quarterback, he's playing phenomenal. They're comparing this dude to Cam Newton. He hurt his shoulder, and instead of trying to play through it, he decided to take the year off and come back, which is awesome. He's letting, giving himself time, letting it heal, and he'll be A-OK next year. I think that he might be comeback player of the year, uh, God willing, if you believe in that type of thing. The Tennessee Titans, um... I don't really understand what they're doing there. Now, it's hard for me to talk shit about either one of these teams because we lost both of them, but we'll get to that later. I think that Levis is, he has a strong arm and he, he wants to win 
but he doesn't have the the proper facilities, bruv. I don't think that he can get it done on a weekend, week out basis. I think it's a more of a next thing up. I, I really wish Malik Willis would get a shot. I feel like he, he's not getting a fair chance. I, he's a really good quarterback, and they're just in a really bad situation. And what the fuck's the deal with them and Philly and them constantly giving all their good players away to them for nothing? I'm confused. They couldn't get rid of Derrick Henry because he's on the decline, and he isn't the same Derrick Henry that he used to be, which is, you know what's weird about this motherfucker Derrick Henry? Me and him are the same size, and I'm sitting here fucking eating Oreos, and this motherfucker's making billions of dollars because he's an athlete. Uh, I really chose the wrong career path, and I didn't. I'm, I'm depressed. I'm probably going to take a shot after this. So uh, I really see, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say Tennessee is going to win this one just because the Colts lost Jonathan Taylor, and they're going to have to start Zach Moss. Uh, uh, Gardner Minshew is a fan favorite, but he can't get it done week in and week out. And I feel like DeAndre Hopkins is going to have a huge game. Man, back-to-back seasons with Bill Belichick having losing seasons. Now, I, I prayed for this downfall of New England. Week in and week out, I was tired of seeing them win. And I'm not talking about win. I'm talking about convincingly win. But it's crazy because, you know, it goes to show you every single season since Tom Brady has left that maybe it was Tom and not Bill. Because what the fuck is Mac Jones doing? What dog does he have in him? Courage the Cowardly Dog? Snoopy from Charlie Brown? What what dog would that be? Uh, I mean, fuck Tom Brady. You know what I mean? (laughs) the Patriots aren't going to win this game. Uh, they they benched him what, how many times? It's a damn shame. The Chargers, uh, please make this make sense for me. How do you have an all-pro receiver, an all-pro running back, an all-pro safety, and you guys can't win games? Make it make sense. Now, I understand every week when I hear about Emmanuel Acho saying that Justin Herbert is a social media quarterback because he just doesn't get it done, and he didn't do it for me in fantasy either. Motherfucker, uh, it, it's like the stats are inflated, if that makes sense. Like, sure, you had four touchdowns, but you lost the game and you had like 100 yards. So they were like handoffs. Or something. I, I don't know. It, it's really confusing with that franchise. I don't understand that coach has to go. And I just heard that he fucking calls the place for offense and defense. How the fuck does that work? Who's their defensive coordinator? Why isn't he taking the reins? The fuck that lady, the lady that was like on fucking I don't even know what the fuck she was on Xanax zoned the fuck in and everyone was calling her an industry plant. You notice how everyone said that she just disappeared and fell off the face of the earth. They said she had season tickets. Why don't they show her anymore during the games? They had primetime games. They played Baltimore. They didn't show her at all. I think that's kind of fucking weird. But anyway, Chargers are winning that game. We got the Atlanta Falcons and the New York Jets for another one o'clock shit show. Um. The Falcons are another confusing team. They have Bijan Robinson that they took with a top 10 overall pick. They have Drake Londons. They have Kyle Pitts. They got Jesse Bates on defense. And then they have Desmond Ritter as their fucking quarterback. And Martha, Arthur Smith, their coach, looks like a created player off of Madden. I didn't know anyone could look that fucking AI in my fucking life. He freaks me the fuck out. That is nightmare fuel. But... The Jets lost their quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, right? This motherfucker wants to come back and play. They're already knocked out of the playoffs. Their quarterback got benched. What is there to prove here? Nigga, I seen that shit pop. 
Yeah, bro, there's no, you're literally just going to hurt yourself all over again. The fuck does this look like? You, you just want attention from the cameras at this point? You get the fuck out of my face with that bullshit. Atlanta wins this one. Carolina and Tampa Bay. Oh, Panthers, 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 Panthers. I think I'm going to dedicate an entire fucking podcast to vent and rant about everything that's going on with this team that I love so dearly that I treat like it's one of my own children. However, they got rid of the coach, and I think that from that momentum, we're going to get this dub. Okay, I'm taking I'm taking Carolina as a lock. That's a guarantee. And I already know I've been so wrong. I look go back and look at my podcast and my predictions, and them chips are way off. So we're probably not going to win. But I'm gonna make that my lock. Carolina's the lock of the week. Tampa Bay. I don't know what's going on with them. Their fucking head coach, Lovey Smith. That motherfucker looks like a pop pop that would be on the grill. That gets his kids socks, his grandkids, a fucking <laughs> yo yo for crit, like some outdated ass toy that no one cares about, but the kids love it. They play for with it for a week and then it disappears. Then he comes back to come see you and he's like hey what happened to that yo-yo i got y'all for christmas and you threw it out you're like oh they never play with it anymore somewhere at the bottom of their toy chest that was way too fucking detailed especially since i don't even see my own pop-up but tampa bay uh it's a baker's revenge game because he used to play for us so and we're in tampa bay i hope we win i work with my co-workers a tampa bay fan and i just want to rub that shit in his face and wear carolina gear every day to work to piss him the fuck off we got the Miami Dolphins and the Washington Commanders. Uh, if you think Washington's going to win this game, I got some news for you, buddy. I'm sorry. And I'm really fucking with this Miami coach swag, you know what I mean, with the Aviators, the Nike Off-Whites, the LL Cool J sweatpant, leg halfway up. Like, why isn't anyone else doing this in the game, dog? Switch it up. Bring a culture change. Go out there. Wear Yeezys on the sideline. You can wear whatever the fuck you want. You guys have access to every single th you're rich as fuck wear some shit nobody ever saw before why not fuck it you only live once have fun with this shit and it's a photo op too that's a two for one come on dog miami's gonna blow them out the fucking water and give tyreek hill the mvp and stop playing he's about to break two thousand yards that shit is not natural motherfucker take fucking honey pack before he runs out on the field Denver and Houston is a very interesting game to me just because uh, C.J. Stroud, which if you go back, you can tell I, I was fucking pounding on the table for C.J. Stroud and I 100% thought that he was going to be a Carolina Panther, but he's doing this thing over there and I'm happy for him. And I do not regret Bryce as our quarterback yet. Look, Denver, I don't know what type of fucking witchcraft they got going on. That fucking no-lip bitch Peyton came over to be the head coach for Denver, and they turned that shit around. And I didn't think it would happen so quickly. This is some success overnight. They might be one of the hottest teams, if not the hottest team in the NFL right now, as far as on a winning streak, besides them in Philly. But Philly, they, they only lost one game this year, so I don't want to give them that. Denver is really turning things around. And they're thinking about getting rid of everybody, blowing it up, and getting more pieces to build to this nope don't like that that's how you show competence you go from a losing season to having one of the worst years ever to getting a new coach and being looked at as one of the teams that could sneak into the playoffs after what went in three games last year you won five in a row hats off to them i don't fuck with denver at all for obvious reasons but hats off to them now i don't know who's going to win that game that's the head scratcher Houston's on fire. C.J. Stroud's in the MVP conversation, not even rookie of the year. And then you got Denver looking like legit competitors, too. 
they're not division rivals, and I don't know. I'm going to – the house wins. So I'll give it to Houston because they'll be home, and that's the only reason why I'm picking them. Damn. Cleveland and the Rams is going to be a, a boat race. I think that's going to be a highly, highly fun game. You see Joe Flacco. Shout out to Jersey. Shout out to Audubon. Joe Flacco out here doing his fucking thing, dog. He getting another swing at it because the sexual assaults and is out for the year. And Dorian Thomas Robinson, I think that's his name, DTR, uh, he got hurt. He, I mean, he was bleeding pretty bad from the mouth. I, I would understand not having him come in. Uh, the L.A. Rams, they're starting to get their shit together. Kyron Williams came off an injured reserve and played like a man possessed. This motherfucker had over 100 yards rushing and three touchdowns, one receiving. Like, come on, dog. Come on, dog. Uh, I, the Rams are an anomaly because they gave up all their first round picks, yet they still have a bunch of fucking talent on that team and they can get it done. I do not count them out of the NFC West. The Rams are a scary team, and I feel like they invested so much goddamn money in that fucking city and in that team, they had no choice. You know what I mean? Like, they had to win that. Like, that was a gimme, and I don't think they're going to do it again or anything else like that, but I feel like they're just not going to go down without a fight, so I'm going to give it to L.A. The game everybody's going to be looking forward to, especially if you live in the city of Philadelphia or San Francisco, getting the lick back from the NFC Championship game where Brock Purdy got hurt and they had to put the backup Josh Johnson in, who also got hurt. And who's three? CMC. So that was kind of a shoo-in for them to take their reins to the Super Bowl. Now, with a healthy roster, can we see a different result coming from the 49ers? If you ask me, I believe this team looks like one of the teams that to beat and everyone's paying attention to it. They've added pieces. They brought Chase Young over there. They got Jason Hargrave over there. They didn't get any worse. We have an all-pro tight end, an all-pro running back, an all-pro wide receiver, an all-pro defensive end. It's a plug-and-play. You put somebody in that doesn't make any mistakes, Brock Purdy. He dumps the ball off. He's in the perfect situation. You can't be in a better situation than that. You have a coach that can mask your flaws. So when you come out there, you can do your fucking thing. Now... Not to discredit Philly, they look like shit in the first half, and then in the second half, they come back and win. But it doesn't matter. A win is a win. It doesn't matter how ugly it is. And obviously, I live in the South Jersey area, so I'm around Eagles fans all the time, so I know uh, it's shop talk. They talk about them. Uh, a lot of people are saying that they're not happy with these wins because they're not convincing wins. But it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you won the game, right? So what are you worried about? Now... If they get smacked in the mouth by a defense or if someone gets hurt, which Hurts is nursing something with his knee. I don't know if you guys have noticed or not. He's been limping. Like, what the fuck's the deal with that shit? Uh, Kelsey is his last year. He already knows. Like, if they don't get this shit done, he's getting the fuck up out of there. I, I would hate for that to be their swan song if they don't go all the way. I I have them going deep in the playoffs. I don't know how far, though. There's not a lot of fucking competition in the NFC. I thought the Lions were going to be one of those dark horses, but they showed their hand when Green Bay showed them what was up. And shout out to Jordan Love. I feel like Ben Johnson has his eyes set on a new coaching gig, and he's probably going to come out to Carolina. So we'll see what they can do. But as far as Philly, I think they lose this one. And I don't think it's going to be one of those, you know what I mean, race to the end type deals. I, I, I think they get an embarrassing loss this time, and you guys are going to lick your wounds, but you'll be fine. It doesn't matter. Well, you got Dallas after that, and then New York, and then you guys will be back when you're high horse. So San Francisco by, like, 14. And then we got another banger. 
Kansas City and Green Bay at Green Bay. Now, Jordan Love is getting hot. They took the training wheels off this motherfucker, and you're seeing what happens when you sit behind a fucking Hall of Fame quarterback for years and don't get thrown to the wolves and receive plenty of tutelage from your peers. Now, this man had a time to sit back and digest how the fucking game works. He's going to be one of them once. Honestly, if we can get our shit together over in Carolina, I think Bryce Young and Jordan Love are going to be the QBs to watch moving forward in the NFC. You heard it here first. Stamp me on it. It just depends. It depends on the coach. It depends on the QB coach. It depends on how he gets his feet wet the next couple of games. Now, I want to see a different fucking mind frame from them next year. Now, listen, Green Bay has a lot of fucking talent. All their wide receivers are rookies. Their tight ends are rookie. Jordan Love's getting in his first year playing. That team is resilient. Green Bay is no, they're literally called title town. Come on now. Like they, they know ball. They, they understand how to win championships and build around their pieces. They just don't know how to get a wide receiver. If that makes sense. Uh, Kansas City. You can see how much they don't look the same without Eric Bieniemy standing on that sideline, coaching up Mahomes, and Andy Reid's been showing his hand. Kelsey's looks like he's lost a step. He's lost in fucking Taylor Swift land. Uh, I really did not want to bring her name up in this whole podcast. Uh, I'm really thinking about deleting that shit. Jesus Christ. Uh, Mahomes. Yo, shout out to Isaiah Pacheco, Vineland, New Jersey boy. That man runs like someone owes him money, bro. I, I truly enjoy that dude. I would ha- happily pause. I would happily, happily, happily love to have him over here, but I know that's not going to happen. The fact that they got him in the seventh rounder is crazy. I think Green Bay pulls an upset that night. So tune in, y'all. It's going to be a bumpy ride, and my boy is a diehard Green Bay fan, so I know he's going to be locked in, and I'm going to hit him as soon as that game ends. Like, bro, y'all locked. Y'all locked in. And it's at home, so I expect a lot of Lambo leaps and a huge game from Romeo Dobbs. Now, the Monday night game is going to be the Bengals and the Jaguars, and I honestly thought that it would be a banger, only Joe Burrow's out for the year, and that line is fucking atrocious. And it's crazy because he took that team to a Super Bowl with no line, and he got hurt in practice preseason, and he still decided to come back and play. Excuse me. The fact that he has that much resilience, that much toughness, that much tenacity, I am a huge fan of his game. Now, Jake Browning, I don't know, bro. It's your turn. It's your opportunity to get a shot. Let's see what you can do out here. I don't expect much from you because Jacksonville, it looks like they're going to eat. That defense is coming alive. Uh, Trevor Lawrence put himself in a better situation because he got away from Urban Meyer, and then he got Doug Peterson to help him. Now, I don't know if you guys notice or not the parallel between Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence and Frank Reich with Bryce Young and how they started their careers and they got saved by a new coach coming in. You can't mess this up. You cannot mess this up. It's important for the development of your quarterback. He cannot grow in the game with constant changes. He needs his guy. Look, Trevor Lawrence is considered one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, right? If Urban Meyer was still there, he would not be. And it's amazing to me, amazing to me, how much a difference it makes by someone to mentor you, right? You could be have all the talent in the world and not even know you have it because you don't have the right pieces around you. Jacksonville, obviously, I'm going to take them. But Cincinnati has heart, and I respect it. Damn, that's a lot of away teams that I have winning. That's fucking wild. All right. So 
I appreciate you guys listening, tuning in with me. I promise. I pro- Life gets hectic, man. Life gets hectic. Birthdays, Christmas is around the corner. Nigga, I got four kids. You know how much money I got to drop? Like, look, I was smart about it, though, because I grabbed something every week that I got paid since, like, September. So I wasn't fucking fucked over, scraping change, and I still am. So uh, happy holidays to you and yours if you believe in that shit. If not, I don't know, man. Sit on a rusty spike or some shit. I'll holler at y'all.